everybody. Welcome to Starbucks House of L, episode 91. I'm Derek. I'm Steve. Not much. What's, you're the one with the big news lately. Well, you've been in Mexico. That's why we haven't had an episode. Well, you know, Mexico. Did you, get, you didn't drink the water, did you? I did not, but I did. Can I say that I might have bought some bootleg DVDs for the fun of it? Did you really? Yeah, like Iron Man and Incredible Hulk. At the beginning of Iron Man, there's some guy with his drinks going to sit down in his seat. <laughs> You're my hero. Now, to those who may be listening, I plan on buying the actual DVD release when it comes out, and I've already spent money on three tickets for the Hulk. So You don't want the deluxe guy with your drink in the front row edition? That's right. <laughs> you pay extra for that kind of stuff. And... Um, and any words were like in Spanish, I think, that were like not not the not the dialogue, not the spoken words, but like anything that was written. Oh, okay. Like the credits and such. Ah. So just so I a, thought that was kind of funny. Just some guy commentating the whole time. Well, so that's good. So we actually did a geek out loud before you left, but we it, we weren't able to get it. You weren't able to get it up in time when when you went out of town. So you got that. That's up when what you came she back. said. Yeah, um. Yeah, it, it, we and can I just tell you that was probably that episode of Geek Out Loud, the official podcast of GeekOutOnline.com, yeah. has received more positive feedback than anything I've ever done with you. <laughs> like, remember the whole Civil War thing? Yeah, the what? I don't recall that. Well, yeah, this the complete opposite of that. I mean, so <laughs> but well, how much fun was that episode to do? That was a lot, and I'd still say I think that that was the it was episode fourteen of, of Geek Out Loud, the official podcast, GeekOutOnline dot com. It's uh, the most fun I've ever had doing a podcast ever. It was, and I can't tell you. I've received all kinds of Muppets videos and and clips. Did I send you the one of the Dark Knight? The Muppets doing yeah, the Dark Knight yeah, trailer. You did. You did. So, so we could sit here for another hour and really talk about my but we right. don't need to. We've got a bunch of other. No, stuff this is a Smallville through. podcast. But you're an uncle. You're again. Yes, and I and I became an uncle uh, at the end of last week. So that was why another reason we didn't have an episode last week. So, Derek knows how to hold a baby. I, well, carefully, very carefully. You actually have to support the head. I didn't realize that. I just kind of thought it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's wrong with it? Why is what? it just looking? <laughs> Why is it hanging there like that? Well, that's completely terrible. But we are in the week before Comic-Con. Comic-Con starts next Wednesday if you've got a four-day pass, or, or Thursday if you're going daily, uh, July 23rd through the 27th in San Diego, California. Uh, the translation was lost years ago on what that town actually stands for, but I think it means St. Diego, but I'm so, not positive. Mm, I, don't, I don't think that's right. Well, when in Rome. Uh, Go on. Yes. <laughs> Is there only so many times you could use a joke that it just gets old? I don't know. Cause I, think I don't know. Not to me. There's some stuff like anything Anchorman is funny to me. I so. agree completely. So we are just getting ready. The official schedule is now out through Thursday through Sunday. Uh, and the House of L panel is listed on the schedule. So if you haven't checked that out, Saturday, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. in room 24A will be Graham, host of the 10th Wonder, and myself discussing... They left off Skynext. I don't know why. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, so it's pretty much a Tenth Wonder Shoe Skynext panel. We can't really talk about one specific show because we only have 60 minutes. So it's kind of more talking about all three of our shows and, you know, creating 
fan base stuff, communities. I'm going to let Graham talk about that because I haven't even been on the forums, so I don't know what's going on really. Now, if you go to Superhero Hype or Coming Soon, some of those websites we frequent, they've got schedules up, and that particular panel is not listed in their schedules. Email those people and be like, why don't you list this panel? This is a cool panel. They leave off the uh, unimportant panels. So, right. But you need, to, you need to email. I want everyone to email those entities that have, have the, um, the schedules listed and just let them know, hey, this is an important panel. And it really sucks because Steve Glosson's name could have been on there, but, yeah, you know, it's not. Yeah, I'm not going to be there. It's not whatever. Hey, we got to get our Dragon Con tickets, by the way. Graham told me last night that if we don't get them by tomorrow, they go up like 30 bucks. Oh, Lord, I need to do that today then. Yeah, it goes from like 70 Hey, speaking to of tickets, what if I still have Comic-Con tickets that I never got refunded? You didn't get your Comic-Con tickets refunded. Well... No, I, I messed around and... Waited and didn't that. I that. wonder if we can use those to our advantage. I'm, I'm, somebody's going in your place now. It's, it's right. taking your spot in the room, and he was only able to get like Thursday and Friday tickets. I wonder. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Let's. We'll hook I you mean, up. I would give anything to be Steve Glosson for a day. So why wouldn't he? Well, you know, he's going to have to put on some some weight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, most definitely. But. Um, the other thing that kind of ties in with Comic-Con, though, and we are going to be doing a lot of meetups, a lot of stuff. Uh, Twitter is definitely the best way to keep up with us. Definitely not if you ask Steve that question, but if you go to twitter.com forward slash shoe podcast or twitter.com forward slash heroes podcast, you will be able, or our personal ones, you will be able to uh, keep up with where we are at all times, what panels we're going to, uh, that kind of stuff. If you uh, really want to know where we're at... Um, no, I met that Howard Johnson come over, hang out. <laughs> <laughs> We're at the Hojo's, so what's happening? I'm tweeting that crap. <laughs> Sitting by the pool. Where is everybody? <laughs> oh, supposed to be at the panel. Crap. Oh, the panel's right now? It does kind of suck, though, because there's a bunch of stuff going on, and like, like the Lost panel goes up to like one. And ours starts mm. at one, you know, and they don't they don't like let out five minutes early, start five minutes late for that kind of stuff. So, right. Um, but it's me and Graham, so we'll probably be like, yeah, we'll give everybody five minutes and shake hands. And, and doesn't the office panel happen during his babies? Yeah, it starts like fifteen minutes into it. Yeah, and the T four panel is during. Well, you ours. you've got a lot to get done in fifteen minutes then. All right, yeah, because I'm going to the <laughs> I'm going to the office panel. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Um, so, but the other thing is that our t-shirts finally, in the time that we did last did an episode, they have shipped. They are great. You can see a picture of somebody wearing one down in your AEC right now. If you can order, hopefully this episode will go up on Monday today. We were recording this this morning. If you can order your t-shirts by Tuesday, you may still have a chance in getting your shirt in before Comic-Con if, if you want to wear it there, if you want to wear it to that panel. I don't know. But the shirts look so sweet. They dude. do. Now, have you gotten yours? I have not. I haven't even ordered one yet. Wow. So, uh, Steve. What kind of host am I? What kind of a host are you? So. I'll do that today as I'm getting my Dragon Con tickets. Get, get your shirts. Yeah, you'll just spend money all over the place. Get your shirts in if you want to wear them. If you want to have them there for the panel. Um, bad. I probably won't even bring mine. I'll just leave them and I'll forget them and leave them at home. <laughs> don't even. Just bring it. Don't, don't even ask. ask. Just bring it. Um. 
But it's going to be a whole lot of fun, and we can't wait. So, get, so uh, t-shirts. Derek's going to be signing Smallville magazines that he has an article I'm in. I'm not autographing a thing. T-shirts.smallvillepodcast.com is where you can go to order your shirts. Or Derek will sign your t-shirt. No, I'll, I'll sign you, Steve. That's all. I, you can take home your own. I want a Steve bobblehead. <laughs> That's perfect. I think that should be the next merchandise available. Um, That's ridiculous. But. Uh, so get ready for that. Tickets are, I think there's like Thursday tickets left and that's it. So you'll be scalping them. There's nothing available at the door or anything. So comic-con.org for all those schedules that are now available. And, uh, the t-shirts are really, really cheap. I think total you end up spending like $21 after shipping for a, for a guy shirt. I've yet to see anybody in the female shirt. Guy or girl. where you at, ladies? <laughs> ladies, where you at? where's the? Ladies? Hey, I'll buy a female T-shirt and put it on. No, I like I, I know a bunch of girls have bought. No, no, uh, Heidi bought one, so that's I, I have seen her. But there's some other people. Like I'll get a small female T-shirt and put it on and take a picture of myself. Please don't. You gonna tw- you gonna tweet that? I'm gonna tweet that. <laughs> I'm gonna tweet that crap. So, but we've got a ton of news to get into today. Uh, but there's so much going on, and there's so much Smallville news. We skipped a week, and, and it, so much is built up, and even more so because now there's been an official announcement that there will be a panel at Comic-Con for Smallville. We already said there would be, uh, and we actually kind of broke that news because nobody else had posted it yet. But a lot going on. Let's, let's get right into our Smallville news. Starting with the seven-season DVDs are still available for pre-order from Amazon.com if you get them through SHU's website. You will be supporting the podcast and the website, so it's win freaking win so do that right now. Go over to smallvillepodcast.com or click down in the AAC links and support Shoe while getting your seventh season DVDs available on Blu-ray or standard definition on September 18th later this year. Just in time. No, September 9th. September 9th. Just in time for season eight, the final season of Smallville. And it, maybe, maybe just in time for season yeah, eight. Maybe. You, might have, you might be super early. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> totally serendipitous. Uh... Yeah, there. The well, we'll get to that in just a second. But the back cover of the DVDs was made available from Warner Home Video this morning. You can see kind of a picture of that down in the AAC right now. It's got a picture of Bizarro and then a picture from I believe that's Rat. Yeah, Wrath, Super Lana, huh. and then there's two pictures from <laughs> Apocalypse too, of uh, Clark carrying Lois and then Lex as the president. Um, and I was talking to Xander this morning, and we were like, why didn't, you know, if they, why didn't they just go for the trifecta and put Clark and Glasses down there and make the whole three from Apocalypse? But whatever. You know, they don't ask us for this kind of stuff. We don't do it, so. But uh, the eighth season premiere, yes, is, is it's coming. We don't know when. Uh, TV Guide announced last week that September 18th would be the eighth season premiere, episode 801, Odyssey, for Smallville. But unfortunately, uh, or... Un- unfortunately, that's my word. Uh, when Smallville aired, uh, G- Smallville aired. When CW aired Smallville Thursday night, they they played a repeat of Gemini, and a little ticker ran across the bottom of the screen that said Smallville eight season premieres October second, um, which is really late. Uh, that is really late. I wonder what the deal is with that. They, Do you have any idea? I mean, you think it's an Olympics thing? I, I doubt it. Very seriously, um, that's the latest since uh, around the time. Season three started like October fourth, like a Wednesday. Um, so, 
it, it, it's the latest they've done it in a while. I don't know why they're doing this. We so it probably has something to do with the Olympics, not want to compete with the Olympics yeah. in September. We still haven't got a definite answer yet. I am supposed to be going to the Smallville offices on Monday in L.A., so hopefully I'm going to find out what the real answer is because TV Guide's saying they're right and CW's saying they're right. So we have yet to get a definite answer on who is correct in this. Uh, but You know what? I would lean more towards CW being right about what they've said than TV Guide. I would, too. If right they're going to go to the trouble to actually put the ticker on the bottom of the screen and it say October 2nd, I'm going to lean to we're not going to see any new Smallville until October 2nd. So... That's all well and good. Um, I don't want to wait, but... Well, listen, here's what I want you to do. Go into the Smallville office's guns ablaze and be like, here's what I need to know right now. And then tweet that crap. And then tweet <laughs> You're all about tweeting that crap, aren't you? <laughs> well, I just hope... Um, I, would, I was really happy. It made sense because the DVDs tend to come out the week before the episode yep, yep. airs, so it made sense that September 18th would be the premiere. That's not that far off. That's just a little over two months away and now it's it's even further so it, it really sucks but that that's okay if we have to wait longer for a stellar episode like 801 is going to be i'm pleased because I, I i really do think it's going to be one of the better premieres we've ever had from the show um, really so you're calling that right now i didn't say the best i just said one of the better you're calling you're calling you said stellar i did say stellar you're calling a stellar episode. I'm calling a stellar episode. Okay. Am I allowed to call a stellar episode? You are. Yeah, you're totally allowed to do yeah, that. Totally. I think, okay. I think that's about a 500-point call. That's a 500-point call. Mm-hmm. So is it, what kind of penalty am I facing if I'm wrong? You just, you're just you awarded no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Well, we've been asking for that for a long time. Uh, <laughs> it, no, I really am thinking that it's going to be... I don't know. I just it's it's got a different feel to it. I think and, and it's it's very it, the whole season's going to be a very adult-natured show. It's I I think even in some of these these last couple of seasons it's been very teenage You've seen dailies from filming, haven't you? Dave? No, 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 I haven't at all. Okay, so Derek has actually seen footage from <laughs> Actually, I'm kidding. That's a joke. I've I was not being serious. Episode 821, and let me tell you, uh, the, the, <laughs> they used they used the series finale is amazing. They used my ending of everybody looking up, and it's just it's classic. <laughs> no, I they, they I think everything's just it's on a much more global scale. Everything's more important. Um, you know, and we've heard them talk about we've heard Kelly and Brian and Todd and Darren, the new showrunners, talk about how. The season. This season's going to be about dual identities, and a lot of that we're going to talk about in spoilers today. We've got a good bit of spoilers to talk about, so it's going to be uh, pretty interesting just from what we've already heard of the first two episodes of the season. One thing I forgot to mention, if you are going to Comic-Con um, and you've never been before, you've got a lot of questions uh, probably to be answered. Uh, Super Clerk from the forums, Jason, has, has been uh, for a few years now, and he is actually going to come on the show today at the end of the spoilers, so keep listening after the spoilers if you're going to Comic-Con and want some more information about what to do and what to see and everything. He's just going to talk for a few minutes about his experiences, what you know, where to go, when to do registration, that kind of thing. If you're confused, if you're worried about you know never being before and not wanting to miss out on a bunch of stuff, he's going to try and give us some survival tips, because I've never been, 
so I'm, you know, I'm, I don't want to get trampled over uh, at all. But uh, that leads us into the Smallville like Comic Con panel, which is Sunday morning, which is great because Saturday is already going to be completely swamped with stuff. I can't even imagine trying to fit in the one real panel I'm wanting to go to uh, on on a different day. So I, yeah, Smallville is like ten forty five on Sunday morning. So if they open at ten, we should be good to go. I'm hoping. So come worship at the house of Smallville Sunday morning. Yes, that, the at the Church of L. <laughs> Uh, we, I'm really looking forward to it. Allison Mack is going to be there, Justin Hartley, Sam Witwer, who's going to be playing Davis Bloom this season. Every time I see his name, I want to say Sam Witwicky. I do, too. Every yeah. time I yeah. see his name, I'm like, Sam Witwicky. Uh, I mean, yep. Witwer, whatever his name is. Uh, but Kelly and Brian and Todd and Darren are going to be there, too. They're going to be showing exclusive scenes from the eighth season, from the first couple oh, wow. episodes. Yes. Wow. Yes. Cannot wait. Somebody sneak a camera in. Not not from, you didn't hear it from us. Because they will yeah. throw you out for that stuff. They sure will. So, yes, they are supposed to be showing. I dare you to try, though. They are supposed to be showing an exclusive trailer for, uh, which I guess they, I, I don't know if it's really going to be. You know, the trailer they showed last year at Comic-Con, they never released um, with Kara and, and Clark and some other stuff. They, they never showed it. So uh, it'll be interesting to actually get this one firsthand. I was on the phone with somebody who was in the panel last year, and I got to hear the whole freaking thing, but we never got to see it because nobody put it on YouTube or anything. So I was, what a hell of a disadvantage that was. Um, but I'm really excited to see what they have to show uh, and the fact that they're all going to be there. You know, it is a whole new ball game. Alan Miles being gone. And there's new stuff to be done, so it's going to be interesting to see what they have to show. They may, I know, um, they may fast track some of the stuff because I know some people who are in episode 801 did not go up to Vancouver for filming until, um, what's today, Steve? Today is uh, Monday. Well, yeah, I got that. What's the date? Uh, July 14th. July 14th. So a week ago, yesterday, it was really when they started getting. Heavily, heavily underway uh, filming with um, some special guest stars for the episode, which we will talk about in the spoilers today. So I uh, hopefully we'll see a good bit of that, too. I know they said they wanted to show off the villains, which is one reason I'm sure Sam Witwer is going to be at the panel. Um, you know, Doomsday. not But not Doom Bartender anymore. Doom Paramedic. Paramedic. Charismatic Paramedic. Charismatic Paramedic. Uh <laughs> he could fight crime. So, but we do have the title for episode eight hundred two, which is plastic. Plastique is that how you say it, Steve? Plastique. Plastique. Um, as in plastique man. As pla- no, no. <laughs> well, you're trying to bring it back, aren't you? <laughs> Eel O'Brien. Nope. Gotta, doesn't have. As portrayed by Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell on Smallville. You heard it here first, everybody. Steve called it years ago. Uh, but we've got some spoilers for that episode at the end today, too. And, uh, but the big news is, and it's not really, it is spoilerish, but you just can't, you just can't, you just about can't open a web browser on the internet and, and go to anything about Smallville right now without seeing something about this. The Justice League returning for episode 801, which is a big deal considering uh, all the the budget cuts and everything changing in the show. The fact that they're actually going to be in a premiere episode, or certain members, not everybody, but certain members will be back is, uh, is a pretty big deal. Justin Harley, of course, becoming a series regular for the eighth and final season of Smallville. 
uh, which uh, the Green Lantern's going to be with him in the first Green season. Green Lantern's coming in. First episode. Plastic Man coming in. Firestorm. Firestorm. Black Vulcan uh, is coming Black. in. <laughs> so uh, Apache Chief. Apache Chief. I was about to say Apache Chief. Yeah, <laughs> Um, I'm, but, uh, <laughs> what, who was the samurai, the whirlywind samurai guy? Uh, was that was just the samurai? Kazino Nihayaku. That's what he said. Wow. Yeah. Um, I imagine Hartley will be in the opening credits this year and Vandervoort and Glover will be missing as they are no longer series regulars on the show. And Rosenbaum. And Rosenbaum. Yes. I, that, did he leave the show? I had not heard. I didn't know Michael uh, left. There, there have been some rumors floating around. Really? He's going to go. Why are we yeah. still watching this? I don't know. Sam, now, will Whitmore be in the opening credits and, and the other chick playing uh, Tess? Well, you know, that makes perfect sense because if they, it's three people gone and three people in. So, yeah. Yeah. So, Whitmore and then uh girl playing Tess. Whitmore. Uh, girl playing Tess coming in. Uh, and then, oh, man, that kind of... And I'm sorry, I can't remember her name. I apologize. Oh, it's have... Cassidy Freeman. Okay. Yeah, sorry, I didn't know you were looking for it. And so, yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. So the credits will be intact. It, they won't be any shorter. It won't be somebody set. And, you know, just cut off as, right. as you <laughs> made the joke. Um, but I imagine the credits are going to have a different feel to them, wouldn't you say? Oh, sure. I mean, it's just going to be weird. You, you know, you've gone... How many years with that? With the just the shots of even Michael and John, and and all of a sudden they're just not there. You know, I mean, it was weird not having uh, John Schneider in the credits after season five. Right. So it, well, it, yeah, that did have an odd feel to it. And then after Annette left, it was weird having Aaron Ashmore in the credits in season. It seven. was weird to turn on, you know, Bizarro and see Vandervoort, who we hadn't even seen yet. Right. Yep. Same way with Ackles in season four. You know, we turned on and there's all these clips of him on the football field, and you're like, "Who's that chump?" <laughs> yep. Yep. Where'd he come from? Yeah. So, but uh, certain key members of the Justice League will be appearing in the first episode. I hope we get to see some return visits throughout the season. Alan Richson, who we talked to a few weeks ago, who plays Aquaman on the show, he will be returning for the season premiere. And uh, makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. And Elena Huffman, who plays the Black Canary, will be back on the show. Who we've also talked to here, and uh, is also who am I missing? Ah, Phil Morris, Martian Manhunter, John Jones. Uh, finally, God, we haven't seen him in forever. Um, when's the last time we saw him, Steve? Kara? It was an episode of Seinfeld. I think the uh, the, the season the ser- the series finale of Seinfeld was the last. Who told time you to we put the ball him. on? Uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, no, it's um, Labyrinth. No, no, Kara. Oh, Kara. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. He was supposed to be in Cure, and he, I think it, either his scene got cut or they didn't ever film it. Maybe we'll find out when the DVD rolls around. But uh, yeah, so we have not. It's, was it Kara? Has it been that long? Wow, I'm showing my ignorance. I really think it was though. Wow. That's sad to think it's been almost a whole year. There's so much more stuff he could have done. Kara or Fierce? Wasn't it Fierce like at the beginning, like the very beginning? Nope. Nope. Nope, it was Kara. Hmm. Because I'm trying to think through the rest of the season episodes, and there were several times when he needed them. Right. I mean, that, so that whole 
confrontation between her and, Mark and Lana. him between Kara and Martian Manhunter was was in the Kent kitchen at the beginning of Kara. Right. I thought it was the beginning of Fierce because Kara was where I thought she came in. No, the beginning of Fierce is when they were at the festival getting the stuff off the truck and she was dressed up like Daisy That's Duke. True. That's true. So, man, it's going to be good to have him back. Are you sure? I'm really thinking through the rest of the season and I, I'm really I'm really drawing a blank here. Because Kara is where she was actually introduced more properly and, that, and they had the whole... Uh, Thing. Maybe you're right. I'm looking. I'm sorry, everyone. This is bad this is podcasting. Ba- well, no, it's really not because they haven't been showing the shows as much. They've been showing reruns. My TiVo's deleted, so I'm sitting here coming back. But yeah, you're... Someone Someone is sitting no, there yelling at their what? iPod right no, now. You know what? It is Cure. Because here's the problem. In Fierce is when Lana shows up. So it's the beginning of Cure. That's right, yeah. yeah. So so he was in that. So, But not, nowhere else the rest of the season did he ever show up when right. Clark really... Could have used him, in, in several uh, instances. Instances? instances. Yeah, because it was the beginning of Cure. That's what I just said. And we've got it. Yeah. I knew it was at the beginning because, like, they're all in the kitchen, and Clark and Care already had a relationship going. Clark and Care already had a relationship. As far as like they knew each well, other. Well, no, the the, the 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 underdog there that I forgot about was Lana was already back, and they had already been right giggling. So. Uh, so, yeah, so that makes sense now. God, I feel bad I forgot that, but it's been so long since I've seen some of the first episodes. I watched Bizarro the other night because they re-aired it, but that's uh, that's really all of it, so that kind of sucks. So I'm anxiously awaiting the Season 7 DVD, the Blu-ray DVD nonetheless, which you can pre-order right now, marvelpodcast.com. Yeah, I still don't have the whole... I'm still not into the high-def thing. I just got an iPod. Just got an iPod. Just got DVR. Welcome to 2000. Yeah. (laughs) So it's all well and good and fine. Um, But my DVD, I've got to go get a new DVD player, though. Not that anyone cares. You need to get a Blu-ray. Well, how can I go Blu-ray? I don't have a high-def. Get a modulator. Get a A modulator. Modulate... Get a get one of those Johnny Five, Wally, Sennheiser, bushes. Dude, I do want one of those Wallies that have the iPod dock. I on do them. too. I can't find one. Me either. I swear to God. So either that or that cool R two D two projector that has an iPod dock. But anyhow. Anyhow, R two D two not in the Justice League. Well, that gets through our Smallville news, and we need to get in much. Uh, we've got a couple of Superman headlines to get into as well. Uh, one thing is kind of what do you take this as? Good news, Steve? Uh, it's I don't know. I really, honestly, don't know. I, there's something going on, though. Obviously, there's some unrest with what's happening. Um, with the Superman film franchise in within well, Warner Brothers. Well, not even that. Just Warner Brothers, DC Comics agreement and, and film franchise in general. Everything seems to about to be turned on its head, and they're going to change a bunch of stuff around, probably because what they have seen from Marvel uh, over the past two months and what happened with The Incredible Hulk and Iron Man. Um, yeah, I, I, I take that as... I take it as really, really good news that... Um, that that they're 
kind of taking a cue from Marvel and what Marvel Studios is doing. Because, you know, you would think with DC being owned by AOL, Time Warner, and, you know, therefore Warner Brothers, that they would have an easier job of getting their characters to film. Right. But it seems like they've had a really hard time of doing this. They have. You know, and, and in the case of Superman... They just seemed to really kind of flounder around for a little while, and then they had Superman Returns, which I love Superman Returns. Right. Don't get me wrong, but I also, when people criticize it, I can understand their criticisms of it. And I guess that's because of the wait so long for a film, and then kind of that's what they got, and people just felt disappointed. Yeah, I think people wanted more than a, a remake slash homage of Donner's film. I think they did want to head in a new direction. Well, what they're doing now, the talks aren't very clear on what's being said, but definitely they're wanting to take things in a new direction. Now, we don't know with the fact that because the Justice League film has been all but canned, we don't know if they're really trying to form all these films around a lead-up to Justice League in the way Marvel is doing with The Ultimate Alliance. I would think that, that that shouldn't be what they're doing. I would hope that's not what they're doing. You'd hope it's not what they're doing? I don't doing? really want to... Because that's what... It, that's any movie we go to uh, is going to feel the same way. Any superhero movie we go to is going to be leading towards something else. Right, and, right. Marvel, be it Marvel or DC, and I don't really want that to be the case, do you? No, I, I really don't. What I'd really like to see happen, though, and, we, and this has been the thing for years, is is at DC, I would at least like to see them get Superman and Batman together. Yeah, but I film. don't want... What I was saying was, I don't want... Um, like, Dark Knight comes out Friday, or Thursday night. Right. Look at it. I don't want to get to Dark Knight and it be over and just think of it as a stepping stone to something else. I sure, wanna... and I see that. I, I agree with that. I, and and I think that, if anything, that's the one thing that Warner Brothers uh, won't do. I, I'm sure that that's part of what their discussions and, and tweaking is. Do we want to go this far as to have, you know, at the end of Dark Knight, suddenly, you know, Oliver Queen step into Bruce Wayne's penthouse and be like, I know something's up with you, you know, and then it ends. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think that that. I don't think that's necessarily the way to go. Because I tell you what, I know what they've done with the Batman character in Batman Begins and now Dark Knight has really done a great job of showing you how much he would not fit into a Justice League. Oh yes, the, yes, very much. But the responsibility he would feel to be a part of that team in some capacity to keep them in check, if nothing else. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? And I think that. I, so I think it'd be really interesting to take. The, the, the universe they've established with Gotham. I'd like the universe they established with Metropolis um, and begin to merge those things together, not necessarily through films, but just all of a sudden, you know, boom, you know, here it is. Here's what's happened with us. You know, we haven't built toward this, but now that we've established who these people are and the universe they live in, here's this Well, there's, there's that school of thought, and then there's also that these changes underway that they're talking about may just be more... Working harder towards a goal. I mean, they're just they're, Marvel's just spitting these movies out at us, and they're great. These past two have been amazing. I, I'm hoping Punisher two is going the war 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 zone. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Well, Mar- that's not that's not actually going to have the Marvel Studios true, stamp on it. True. So Which and kind of depresses. But me. it could. Hopefully, it'll be all right. Hopefully, it'll be pretty good as an action. Because I loved film, the, you know? the first Punisher film, and I, I like Thomas Jane, and now I'm worried that I did I'm too. They're screwing with it now. Um, 
And every time I hear this guy that's playing the Punisher now, I just think Ray Stevens. I think I the streak. Too. Boogity boogity. Have you seen the uh, <laughs> trailer for it yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That teaser. Yeah, I'm just. It's not really doing it for me. Now, I remember when I saw the Punisher teaser, I was like, like my jaw hit the floor. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's a whole. I think that's more of a geek out loud discussion when we get into that because this isn't the Punisher podcast. But we should, um, we should you know, do there were people who had their problems with the Punisher movie with Thomas Jane. I, I really didn't because I've never liked the Punisher. The Punisher's always been that character to you me. Don't like that, the Punisher? Not not as not as a not as his own book. No, I don't think. I think he's a miniseries every other year kind of character or a guest shot in a you know in a story arc in a comic book character. I don't think that he carries his own comic book very well, and and so I think that he's going to have a hard time carrying his own movies very well. But. And so you have to make sure you do things just right with him and get the right amount of action, but not too, you know, I don't know. It can't be too dark. But anyhow, that's not what we're talking about. I just about. got an email telling me I need to lose weight. That will always make you feel real good during a podcast when you're nice. sitting here doing nothing. Uh, so <laughs> Exerting no force whatsoever. Um, I just, they're, they're, if they're retooling to get movies out quicker to broaden their franchise because basically all they've got is Superman and Batman and everything else is just kind of falls on deaf ears right now. Yeah, they're working towards a, a, a Green Lantern. Yeah, they're working towards a Flash, but we haven't seen anything. Well, they've put they've put uh, the Supermax film back on the fast track. Yeah, but that's going to be standalone probably, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you assume? I would think so. And I mean, we've heard. I don't, that, and we've I still have. I still be, don't know if I like that whole concept. We've heard that he may be in there with the Joker, and we know that's not going to be the Joker from the Dark Knight. So, mm. well, not what I meant, but you know what I mean. Right. In, in no relation no, no, to talking saying, about Heath Ledger, I just that's not going to be that that Joker. No, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Is is it's going to be a totally different Joker from a different universe? Right. 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 I'm with you there. I, I say mm, because it's like. Hopefully they'd, they'd see stuff like that and fix it for the purpose of being able to draw a net together on these characters down the road. Right. Well, you know, and now Mark Miller, is, who's you know fantastic comic writer, he did Wanted, he did Superman Red Sun, he's done a bunch of stuff, has come out. Well, actually, it goes back to when um, Dan Harris and Mike Dougherty walked off the not the set, but they walked off of Superman 2 or Superman Man of Steel. Um, so it's really, they left and then Mark Miller said that, uh, he wanted a shot at the film. He wanted to, he didn't want to do a sequel to Superman Returns. He wanted to do his own Superman film. And apparently... Yeah, he went so far as to actually get them a treatment. Yeah, yeah. He, he full on pitched Warner Brothers his idea and they turned it down. So... There's been some talk about Superman Man still for the past few days. There's been some talk about not. And it's gotten kind of left in a void here recently on whether or not the film is actually going to be happening. Because <laughs> um, Brian Singer's working on Valkyrie. It got pushed off. And it's it's just, it's been one thing after another. They didn't have a script. They didn't hire me. You know, what the hell's their problem? So, uh, <laughs> I could have had them a movie today, you know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We'd be ready to go. Brandon, look, Brandon Ralph could have been flying the same day Christian Bale was gliding. That's all I'm saying. If we had just gotten to work on some stuff. <laughs> so, really, though, it's um, 
Mark Miller has come out and said now, within the past week, he goes, you know what? I've got a script, I've got a producer, and I've got a director. And he says, and we're we're moving forward. And I'm, I'm really. Saying, Have you not heard this? Extremely, no, that's that's the first I've heard of Mark Miller because the last I heard was they turned Mark Miller down because of his association with Marvel. Yes, yes, that's what happened. Which made sense ago. to me. Yeah. Well, he came out last week and he said, "I've got a script." He said, "I've got a huge, big name Hollywood director," and he said, "I've got two people wanting to executive produce uh, my story," and he said, "And we're moving forward." And he said, "Hopefully by Christmas everything will be announced." But he doesn't have DC or Warner Brothers backing him. Well, he can't move forward then. Yeah, that's like me saying I'm going to do the Steve Glosson story and I don't have rights to it. <laughs> that would be an interesting I give you the right to do the Steve Glosson story. I have the right to that script. Thank you. Uh, so, you know, I think what he wants to do is show he's got enough people interest, interested in the project and then maybe other people will jump on board. But now, casting notices have come out for extras last week for Superman Man of Steel. This is crazy. So, this is all very crazy. Could we live in a world with two different Superman movies happening at the same time? <laughs> well, let's see. I mean, what fanboy? We got fifty different Batman cartoons plus the movie. We've got Smallville and, and Superman Returns at the same time. Yeah, I think we can handle that. You think so? Yeah, I don't think. I mean, there I, are I, I, about I, like ten incarnations of Batman going on right now, so it's right. I think I think they'd shut it down before they end up having two out there. Yeah, oh definitely. One uh yeah, definitely. One <laughs> cartoon, one film. I mean, it would just it, it would be it would be mind-boggling to think and and, need, and definitely it does not need to be he doesn't need to be making a movie out of Superman Red Sun, which I don't think that could be happening anyway. Definitely, nobody would be on board for that. Because you, would you want to go see a movie about Superman landing in Russia? No, I don't think that's what he has in mind. No, I think he's just got a, a, he a reboot. Re, he wants to reinvent the character for the 21st century. He wants to reboot the character. I just think they've invested so much into Brian Singer, to Brandon Routh, and everything. I mean, the way he talks, he doesn't even want to go forward with Brandon Routh. They want to make a completely separate film altogether. And Which, you know, I think that would be a mistake because I really liked Ralph as Superman. True. And I would have liked to get to see him kind of spread out a little more as Clark Kent. But here's the new here's the new tandem to that rule. Here's the new, you know, addendum. Hulk and the Incredible Hulk. I'm with you there. But the thing is is I don't think you compare you can compare Hulk to Superman Returns. I think Superman Returns was an infinitely better movie than Hulk. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And and so I think that I think that you, what what you have with with the Man of Steel is if you're going to be able to bring back the Superman character, if at all possible, get Ralph. You know, if you're going to drop anybody from that that cast, let it be Kate Bosworth. And I'm sorry, Kate. You, I mean, I just did not well, like she, her as Lois Lane. It was just not a very believable Lois Lane. And that, yeah, I mean, and there, there's nothing that against was, Kate Bosworth. She's a fine actress. She just, it just wasn't a very believable. Lois Lane. If you, ever, I've never seen before until the other day. I've I've, I've been bored and, and playing on Hulu. There is a, um, and I, I guess I've seen it before because I've seen gobs and gobs of episodes. But there's an SNL that Margot Kidder hosted. Oh wow! And um, there's a sketch where she is playing Lois and uh, Bill Murray is playing Superman. <laughs> 
and they're having a party at their apartment, and all of the characters from Marvel and DC come over. Uh, Jim Belushi is is the Hulk. And, oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Um, uh, who's um, Dan Aykroyd's Flash? There's somebody dressed up as Ben Graham. They say there's the Invisible Girl in the apartment and all this stuff. But uh, Bill Murray has a... He proposes to Lois, but the way he got the diamond is he clumped up a uh, Kingsford charcoal briquette. And I was like, well, that's funny. That sounds familiar. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I was getting off to the Lois Lane track there. Um, but I, I definitely think that if they... Some kind of decision needs to be made because you've got one you've got one side over here going okay we're we're looking for extras we're ready to start we're going to go back down to Australia we're going to do Superman Man of the Steel singers back and then you've got Martin Miller over here going I'll show you what the hell I'm gonna I mean it was it was it was really kind of a slap in the face I thought when the way the way he came about it it was just kind of out of nowhere well because when he when he was first turned down he was very gracious about it. And said, I totally understand, you know, where they're coming from on this. And um, because of his association with Marvel. And, um, you know, for him to turn around and say, okay, let's just kick this into high gear. Obviously, what it seems like to me is obviously he's got an idea that he is so sold on that he thinks is such an outstanding idea Mm -hmm. that he's willing to obviously do the footwork to get things underway. Definitely, and that appears to what he's been doing thus far. He's... he's it's almost like he's been working since the day they told him no on on this. You know, I definitely he's had wanted in the meantime, but definitely he's been wanting to get towards this. But when you know when he says a big Hollywood action director, I'm sitting there thinking, could we really see Michael Bay directing a Superman film? I, you don't think he's talking about Bay, do you? No, well, I don't know, but you know when you think about big. Hollywood. I mean, the term was big Hollywood action director. I mean, what well, comes now have to you mind? heard McTiernan? Seen the, McTiernan would be cool. Well, you've seen the bits about what uh, Louis Leterrier said over in France. Yeah, but but he came back and said he definitely was not offered it. Well, yeah, sure. That's what he said for publicity's sake. Really, you think? Well, I mean, the way he said it was like you know he. I don't know. When you start getting in a situation like this, you can be spe- speaking out the both sides of your mouth and be true. WB hasn't offered it, but maybe he was approached by Miller. Or Millar. How that's, do you say that? that? That's an interesting... I haven't thought about that. Because when you when I thought about it, it was... It, you're talking about the guy that directed The Incredible Hulk, if people right. don't know. Um, the, he made the comment last week, you know, what if somebody else had been approached? What if I had been approached? And everybody was like, was he? But... I was thinking pre-Superman Returns when he said yes. that. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing just great. I just thought you had more to say to that. No, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying that it's, it's really interesting, and then you've got the whole Man of Steel casting extras that you mentioned, and so it seems like someone's trying to fast-track Man of Steel, and if they're casting extras, that means there's a script there. Exactly. Or, some, some, or something there that says we're going to need these people for such and such a scene. I would just like a straight answer. Yes, we have a script. No, we don't have a script. Yes, singer's directing. No, singer's not directing. Yes, we're doing a sequel The Returns. No, we're redoing the whole franchise. I mean, that right. really, I mean, that's what I would want to know at right. this point. 
But we're not going to get those answers anytime soon. Because that's the way Hollywood works. So, and you have to be patient. Trust that Warner Brothers know and DC Comics knows what it's doing. And we'll figure out... Okay, here's the thing. Okay. I will trust that DC Comics knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I look back at a list of uh, Batman and Robin, Steel, Catwoman, and I can't trust that WB knows what they're doing. Did, did Warner Brothers do Steel? Yeah. I know they did Catwoman. No. Didn't 20th Century Fox do Catwoman? No, How Warner Brothers did. did 20th Century Fox do Steel? I don't know. That was a DC property. Well, some of those things were up in the air 10 okay. years ago. Uh... I don't know. I I trust Warner Brothers. You don't. I trust I, Warner I, Brothers I, now. Yeah, I mean, I think hopefully they've learned. Hopefully, you know, the you get into a situation with the big studios and you end up with people that that seem to be so out of touch sometimes with the general public. But hopefully they have learned from Batman. You know, if nothing else they've learned, hopefully they've learned from Batman. And um and, and been able to kind of look and see that Marvel's had some success with its franchises, you know. Right. So, hmm. we shall see. We shall see. It'll be interesting to find out. Well, that's really the big stuff going on right now. So, we've had a full discussion on uh, pretty much nothing. Because, I mean, there's nothing to be known right now. On what's... <laughs> well, I mean, it sucks because you're sitting here going, damn it, we want a new movie. Where is it? And everybody's like, oh, I don't know. So-and-so's working on it, or so-and-so. I mean, I almost got the feeling Mark Miller was talking about, like, taking over John Peters' role of of executive producing the of being, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Well, if he's got some people on board, though. He's got some people interested in whoever, and like his story, apparently. So it'll be interesting right. to see what that really, I don't know. I, I, it's It's disheartening. To get to this point, we got through returns, and we and they set returns up for what could have been a really ka sequel. And now yeah, we're sitting here going, yeah. "Is it coming, or or was it not going to?" I mean, you know, is it just going to be completely? Are we going to have to start over and wait another nineteen years on a movie, or not? Right. Yeah. And then we'd sit back and look. Okay, in five days, Dark Knight comes out. It's being called the Godfather Two of comic book movies, the best comic book movie adaptation ever. Clocking in at like 152 minutes because neither Warner Brothers nor Nolan wanted to cut anything out. Right. Why can't we get a Superman movie? Why can't we get what's been heralded as the most beloved comic book character of all time? Why can't he get a movie that gets everybody on board? I've only seen one negative thing about The Dark Knight. From one, really, I've seen nothing I, negative. I have about seen it. one negative review that was on Slash Film. That Peter posted that was about that was from New York Times, I think, that hmm. somebody felt it was worse than the first film, the Michael Keaton film. Really? Yeah, that's weird. And I don't know what he was smoking, <laughs> but I don't. You think he just said? You think it was just a guy trying to make a name for himself? Like I will bash the Dark Knight. Hey, I'm going to see Dark Knight in L.A. this weekend at IMAX. That is amazing. I'm going to see it in San Diego at a drive-in theater. I will go wherever I need to go and be with whoever I need to be with to see that damn movie because I, I, I don't care because I really want to see it. So, and I, and I think a lot of people need I, I, That's really going to be the pinnacle for a comic book movie now. 
Yeah, I do think that it's going to be the movie by which all other comic book movies are judged. Yes, I think it and, I, and Iron Man. I mean, I think Iron Man's definitely Marvel. Well, you say Hulk was better, but I liked Hulk, I liked Hulk better. I think that Iron Man has set a standard for Marvel movies from here out. I think I think that I do that too. I set, just I think you enjoyed even more so than Spider Man did. I think Iron Man set a standard for Marvel Studios. Yeah, yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you you feel that way. So we have some emails. Yes, do we? Do we? We do. This one's from Amelia. This one was cute. I thought I'd read it. Hey, Amelia. Amelia says, hey, I'm finally listening to your Vindicated episode and remembered that I was going to send an email about your quote-unquote fight in Sumter, and apparently I pushed save as draft instead of send. So good going on my part. But anyways, it said, hey guys, love your podcast and just wanted to say that I was in a very bad mood today. And then I listened to your fight and I was laughing my ass off during the entire episode. Mainly because of the irony since the right before I turned it on, I was fighting with one of my friends and listening to you guys made me realize how stupid fights with friends can get into. I don't know if you're actually (laughs) fighting or not, but if it's a joke, then awesome idea. It's funny. And if you were really fighting, well, sorry, but it's still funny. Hope you work it out, and hey, it might make you feel better. No, even when you're at each other's throats, you're still making people laugh. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And then she comes back. Thank you so much. And she comes back and says, and I'm proud to say I was one of the dozen of your fans still listening. Oh, and by the way, I'm stealing your idea about the Civil War. My friend and I are going to start a MySpace war. The same friend I was fighting with before, so not only do you guys make me feel better, when I'm completely pissed off, you saved a pretty much lifelong friendship. Wow, you guys are almost superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> that would make me laugh. Be careful of those MySpace wars. You might uh, you might get in trouble for bullying online. I know, right? That's pretty bad. Yeah. So um, this is one I wanted to read, and I, the, I'm kind of confused. Did I send this one to you, Steve, about... Uh, I don't know. I can't look at what you're looking at. That's a good at. point. You're not sitting here in the room with me. I wish you were. It would make me feel so much better. Um, we could we could like hold hands and podcast. Wow, this is Wait. actually from a girl named Lindsay, and um, oh yeah, yeah. okay. I want to make sure you got this before I read it. Uh, this actually came from our friend Crystal, who does the Bones podcast that we've talked about here on the show before. Um, Lindsay sent this email to her, and, and Crystal got it to us. But um, Lindsay says, uh, you know, hi, my name's Lindsay. I love Smallville. So I started watching it when I was uh, when it was on the fourth season, and she fell in love with everything on the show. So my sister, who was only 18, passed away on July 2nd of this year. My whole family and I watched the show together, but Ashley loved the Halloween episode where Lana, Chloe, and Lois all turned into witches. And she's talking about um, was it 408? Spell. Spell, yeah. Um, so the episode was a fun one to watch, and the crew of Smallville and cast seemed to enjoy it. Said so she really wanted to come out to the convention this year and meet us in San Diego, but with family's loss, she just can't make it. So wanting to know if we would dedicate this episode to her sister, Ashley, and we will definitely do that. And we're very, very sorry for your family's loss, Lindsay, and thanks for writing in. Um, definitely what we try to do here is bring people together. We like the friendships and everything we've created here, and we try to um, make it known how important all our listeners are and how important everybody is that um, something on this magnitude can bring people together. So um, we're, we'll keep you in our thoughts, Lindsay, you and your family. Thanks for writing in. And uh, we've got a few others here, and um, I don't know what I've done with them now all of a sudden. I've lost them. Several people wrote in. We didn't really put this in the news items. We should have. We've gotten a few from Beth and Matthew, some others that says that iTunes have put... Uh, 
DC comic shows now on the iTunes store, which you can, so now you can get them on your iPod or whatever. Um, I don't buy much from iTunes because I don't even have a video iPod, and so. But uh, Batman the Animated Series, <laughs> you're such a, you've got no technology. Was I have an iPod? I just don't have a video iPod. Right. You gonna keep laughing? Yeah, yeah. Bring it, home skillet. Let's do this. Mine, mine does have video. Steve, Steve, you're walking over here. You're limping back. That's all I'm saying right now. <laughs> uh, but the Batman the Animated Series, Superman the Animated Series, some of the some of the old filmation uh, cartoons, Batman Beyond. All these are now available on iTunes. They are all the animated series. Once, once again, begs the question: Why is Smallville not on iTunes? Because of copyright laws, ladies and gentlemen, and you may or may not ever see it. If we do see it, I guarantee you it won't be until the show is over. I doubt yep. very seriously that somewhere within the eighth season of the show is it going to pop up uh, on iTunes. I would love for it if it did, but I just don't think it's going to. So that And that really sucks. This one is from your old buddy Moe's dog, Steve Brian Mosley. What's up, Moe's? You want to sing to him again? Moe's dog. So Brian went to the, his local theater the other day, and they had... He said they were supposed to have the tumbler and the bat pod out front, but they did not. They just had the bat pod. But he has sent us some pictures of the bat pod from the, the bat cycle from The Dark Knight, and uh, some pictures out in the park. Where does he lot. live that they had the freaking bat pod? I don't know. That's, I, when I, That's when awesome. I find out his address, I'll post it on the website so everybody can show up at his house. Uh, so this is this. This looks pretty cool to see, you know, semi in person, uh, <laughs> through you know through the fourth <laughs> wall here. I'm looking at to actually see it up close. Uh, I'm I'm hoping that the theater we go to uh, Saturday is supposed to have it uh, them out front. So I'm hoping I get to see them and, and take some pictures for the show in front of them because they're just completely awesome looking. I got to admit, the first time I saw the Batpod, I wasn't that impressed with it. I remember seeing pictures for it before it, even teasers came out for the movie, and I was very, I was kind of worried why they had this because you know the Tumblr's so. Tumblr's just a badass car. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, the bat, the Batmobile. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, why do you need this thing? But it looks just, it it looks really cool in person. He's got some really detailed pictures of everything. I mean, I don't, I would venture a guess to say this thing works. Looking at it, yeah, yeah. The the I don't know if that one would work, but the one they have in the film does work. Yeah, I mean and it's an actual one. motorcycle. It's just and the same, yeah, the same guy who drives the Batmobile for all the big scenes is, is the guy who he was the only guy who could drive the Batpod. Awesome. And they said there's one cast member who was able to actually drive it, and and that would be Bale. Yeah, that would be Christian Bale, Bale was able was actually able to get it to work. You know, and drive because they say the way it. It controls is very weird, but like they engineered this thing the same way they engineered the Batmobile. Yeah, you know, for the, for production of the film. Yeah. Well, most all of the rest of our emails are about our war, so there's no sense in reading just about any of them. <laughs> Although there is one. This is from Trisha. Trisha wrote the reviews on the Smallville reviews on svfan.com. Uh, Trisha just says, "Dear mom and dad, I hate it when you fight. Please make up. Crying in my room, Trisha." <laughs> That one made me laugh. But that nice. is all the big stuff going on right now. Those are our emails. Go over to our website, www.smallvillepodcast.com, our home on the internet, where you can find out all the latest, all the latest, all the latest Smallville news 
and uh, even some shoe news and where we'll be at Comic Con. If you're there, if you're trying to meet up with us, that'll be the best way to find out, including that and Twitter, twitter.com forward slash shoe podcast. Or you can go to mine, twitter.com forward slash WD Russell. Or you can go to Steve's and pretty much just listen to him sit on the couch all weekend because he's not going to be with us, which is just lame, isn't it? Isn't it, Steve? Isn't it lame? You're lame. I love you. Uh, and come on now. Get some gumption about you. Get up. Yeah, I won't. I won't be at. Uh, I won't be at Comic Con. You go, hey, you had to go to Mexico. Right. I won't be in Mexico either. No, you were in Mexico. I was. You went to yeah. Mexico, and now you're not going to San Diego. Right. But I will be going to South Carolina. Oh, great. So, and then go to forums. Forums. Go to forums. Forums. <laughs> forums.smallvillepodcast.com for the shoe forums and get ready for a lot of discussion over the last of the summer uh, for episodes 801 and 802 there are already threads about it and you can already discuss um, some stuff going on there there's some already and you've already got a plastic man thread started there so that's good to know Um, yes how involved you are and email us mail at smallvillepodcast.com and we have brought back our uh voicemail for the summer so you can definitely get caught up and and send in your voicemails and where you can play them in the show if you've got anything to say definitely nothing about the civil war because it is over 206-666-1822 is our shoe phone number you can call leave us a message put that in your cell phone anytime you feel the need to let us know something you got a thought Walking down the road, you listen to your iPod that Steve just bought. Uh, please don't have Steve's iPod. But if you just have a thought and you want to call it and leave it with us, we'll play it at the end of the show. So that's all well and good. And we have got a ton of spoilers for episode 801 coming up right after the music. And we will be right back with you, Steve. Good to be back with you. Hey, thanks everybody for joining us. All right. Stick around for spoilers. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
So basically, uh, you did not just hear a trailer because there's not one yet. I would love it if there was, but uh, usually when we do spoilers, there's some sort of <laughs> trailer audio for an upcoming episode. Uh, we're, there's a lot of stuff going on for 801. We're not going to go through all the details, but the big news is that it does start three months later. Clark uh, has some sort of amnesia from the events that happened at the end of Arctic. He is working on an ice fishing boat somewhere in the Arctic. and uh, The deadliest catch. His deadliest catch. He's gonna. He's actually going to be on the deck of the Northwest. We're gonna have a crossover episode with this in the Discovery Channel. Uh, that would be awesome, would be dude. Cool. That would be awesome. Chances are likely we will see Tom Welling with a full beard in this as well. Um, Why is that? Let me ask you something. Why is that a big deal for everybody? I think. Um, well, I'll tell you why it's a big deal for me. And then I, I, I can't answer. I think a lot of women just like a hairy Tom Welling. I don't know, but I'll tell you why it's a big deal for me. The one thing I've always wanted to see on this freaking show is for them to show how Clark shaves. And there was a scene that they cut out that was in the script for, as actually Spell, we were talking about Lindsay's email a minute ago, the episode Spell, they were going to show how Clark shaves, and they took it out. and They didn't even film it, I don't think, because it's not on the DVD or anything. But it's always interesting from the comics and everything else to know how he does it, whether or not, you know... Were they going to do go heat vision route? There's heat vision from Lois and Clark, definitely. That's how he does it. Um, that's from the comics. That's from the comics. Proper, uh, yeah, it? the... Um, he, and then there's he polished down a piece of his ship and used it to shave with. So there's a bunch of different ways that he's done it. Um, I, I think Lois and Clark, he's actually looking at his watch and he's, he's playing with the reflection off his face and that's how he realizes to do it there at one point. So... Hopefully, we're going to see how he does it, and that's why it's a big deal to me. Now, I think all these other women just want to see a Harry Tom Welling. I'm not going to get no, it. Whatever. You. I don't care. I so, uh, but... He could pull a Hancock and just scrape it he off. He could with his fingernails. That was pretty That was pretty cool. I saw that the other night. Um, the other big thing, of course, we said Black Canary uh, and Aquaman and Martian Manhunter and Green Arrow will all be in the episode. Um, the... <laughs> Cyborg and Impulse will be looking for Clark elsewhere in the world because they don't know where he is. Um, but we're going to get a look at all these people again. Uh, I guess. I don't know if Martian Manhunter's been talking to Oliver. I don't know how that works out, but definitely Green Arrow has sent the team to search out for Clark because it's been three months and he's been missing. Now, within this three months, there's been some other stuff going on. Of course, when we last left the um, the members of Smallville, Lana had flown town we don't know where she went this time she's she's left so many times before chloe was arrested right after jimmy proposed to her chloe is going to say yes to this proposal we have found out through michael oslo who's no longer with tv guide he's now with entertainment weekly um but there may be a potential love triangle between doomsday uh i'm saying aaron i know it's jimmy i don't know why i want to say aaron but between doomsday jimmy and chloe so um, hopefully some more spoilers about that will come out at Comic-Con uh, next Sunday. Well, hopefully we won't see a wedding at all. No, no, definitely. We, we, I don't think we'll ever see a wedding. But probably plans for a wedding at some point. We'll, we'll get to that point. But the biggest thing about this episode, and we really won't even get into it until 802, and we're going to save spoilers for 802 for later, uh, Clark Kent will be taking the job at the Daily Planet. Mm. And which really just brings the whole series full circle, and it really helps him, as as Todd and Darren and, and Brian and Kelly have said, it really helps him adapt his dual identity. 
I'll tell you what I'm excited about. I'm excited about that statement by um, Kelly Souders where she says the season's theme is the about The season is identities. about dual identities, yes. And it's Superman's identity emerging as Clark Kent tries to maintain normal life. So I am, I am stoked about that because this is, I mean, this is going to be the final step yes. of Smallville. Yes. And, and so I'm really excited to see that come to fruition in Clark's life as he begins to accept the destiny that was thrust upon him and uh, and step into that role. I just really, I guess I had completely canceled out because I never thought there would be, I never thought we'd be seeing that. I never thought we'd see him working at the Daily Planet, so I never expected right. it. But now, so right. I never got the chance to wonder, well, would that be cool or would that not be cool? Because I just, I completely dismissed that would ever happen. Now that it's happened, I'm very excited about it because I think him doing the articles, knowing information before other people do, which could be another global scale kind of thing. You know, when something big happens, he can find out about it a whole lot more firsthand than than he normally would just sitting in the farm doing nothing. So it, right. it makes things a whole lot cooler for the upcoming season. I think that's really going to be the one of the big things that we're looking forward to when October 2nd gets here, or September 18th, whatever you choose to believe. So that's our spoilers. Uh, stay tuned for a little Comic Con discussion with our buddy Super Clerk uh, Jason. He's going to tell you what you need to know about registration, those kind of things. And uh, we're going to be doing next week will be an episode from Comic Con. Probably will just be the video from our panel with me and Graham. And then the week after that, uh, we will come back and Steve and I will be doing our trivia uh, that we didn't get to today because there was so much other news to get to. So. And because no one's been sending it. Well, no, me. we've got a good bit. We just, we got a... We got uh, you a, have? I have. Well, nobody likes me. Uh, yeah, there, there was some email about you being better than me, too. I didn't read that. Uh, <laughs> Steve at House of Bell Podcast. Smallville Podcast. Smallville Podcast. Dead It's fine. There's too much to remember. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Say bye, Steve. Oh, bye, Steve. And if you're still here listening to Shu after this long in the episode, that must mean that you're either interested in knowing a little bit about Comic-Con, or you're actually going there yourself next week. And I have here with me a good friend of the show's Jason, who some of you might know on Twitter and the Shoe forums as Super Clerk. Jason has been to Comic-Con three years in a row, and will be making another trip next year. He's actually going to be filming our panel, which we can hopefully release via the websites when we return the following week. Uh, Jason, how you doing? I'm doing fine, man. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. A uh, little delay in, in getting this going, and that's partially my fault, but but no problem there. We'll we'll get it to the masses as soon as we possibly can. Uh, the reason I asked Jason to come on today is just to answer some questions that I'm, I'm sure there's. I know there's a lot of you going to Comic Con. Uh, I myself was one of these people. I've never been, and I don't know that much about it. I've been to some conventions before. I know how some of these things work, but this is one of the biggest conventions on earth. And people just don't always know the correct way to do things. They don't know the best way to go about it. Um, definitely where some stuff is in the area. And my number one thing that I always have questions about in situations like this is registering. So Jason's just going to kind of walk us through the the four-day experience that is Comic-Con, and hopefully along the way we'll answer your, some of your questions if you have any. So, so Jason, just, just from day one, what happens? Tell us about the, the biggest event on Earth. Oh, man. 
That that's a quite a question. Well, first thing I usually get there about three o'clock on Wednesday, because for any of you who don't know, Wednesday is a uh, preview night that they have, where they open up the exhibit hall to the right. masses, basically, and uh, it's it's cool because you kind of get the lay of the land of of what they have. It, out there, the various booths, the big booths like DC, Marvel, all that kind of stuff. So that'll give you an idea of what you kind of want to do when you're on the hall, but the panels are a totally different beast altogether, and and they've changed quite a bit over the last couple years because due to the fact that Comic-Con has grown so huge that they they now have massive amounts of panels going on every single day of the convention. So the best thing you you can do right off the bat is once you get into the convention hall and you pick up your badge, they give you a sack that has uh, a schedule in it. It has uh, a couple other little magazines, a couple little freebies, uh, an extra lanyard in case you lose yours. Uh, And just go through that schedule book and try and figure out where everything is. They have a map in there, a big map of the entire convention hall. Every panel description has the room number on it so you kind of want to figure out where you need to be at what time just to make sure you're not missing out on something you really wanted to see right now the doors open every day other than the preview night the doors open at 10 every day correct i believe either nine or ten one of those two there are usually people lined up but if there's a big panel happening like i know saturday's heroes sunday morning's Smallville. I mean, that people will line up six, seven a.m. Right? Yeah, you get there, and outside the convention hall, you'll see the line. And I've known people like if you ask the people at the front of the line, they get there at like two o'clock in the morning. Good and God! I know it's ridiculous. Me and my cousin, we're usually the first ones out of our hotel room. We get there around six, I think, six or seven, depending on how beat we are from the day before. It usually gets later as the weekend progresses. And, and I can uh, assure all of you they're not lining up for the House of L panel. I will be, sir. Don't don't count yourself. <laughs> I don't out. think there's gonna be I don't think there's gonna be a line, Jason. I think you'll be safe. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Everything yeah, else could true. be full. That's true. I don't know. Uh, we're 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 right after Lost and we're during Dollhouse. I think we're pretty much screwed. <laughs> Uh, that's a tough the only spot. thing that could have been wor- the only thing that could have been worse is if they had actually put us Deering Heroes or Smallville, then we just would have lost everybody. <laughs> I know, all your core audience would have been where they. I know, be. Our, our huge demographic is gone. Now, one thing I, I I am wondering about is certain times during the days there are some lulls. Definitely Thursday is not a very packed day. There's only a couple things I want to see on Thursday myself. If I wanted to go, if I want to leave the place for a while, go get some lunch have a drink whatever go to the, back to the hotel and go to the pool how hard is it to come back later that day and go to something else very easy very easy because as soon as you get your badge and your lanyard you're pretty much set to go you could grab it in the morning and take off you know uh, okay you when you get there in the morning there's obviously that massive line waiting to get in as soon as they open those doors, the line is no more. I mean, after right. two hours, if you feel like you need to run to the hotel to dump your stuff, you can walk out those doors, hit the hotel, and just walk right back in without even a blink of an eye. Right. It's that initial entrance into the building in the morning. That's the only difficult part. And it's not really difficult. You just have to stand in line. But and automatically, another... people form lines to whatever panel they've been waiting for the whole time at that point, right? 
Yeah, it's it, that's where it gets kind of confusing. Is during that morning line, they will move part of the line inside the building, just because it gets so big, and uh, another half of it will stay outside. And during that time, lines for massive panels that start during the morning time will start to get formed. The problem is they don't announce that because they don't want a crapload of people rushing to get to this certain area of the building to line up for, say, the Heroes panel, as an example. But if you go to... You'll have to go to a a few of the people standing around that are obviously working there to ask them if there's lines forming for certain things because they may not know because they usually don't know, but the more people you ask, you'll get a general idea of what's forming where kind of thing. That's the only part that's kind of confusing in the morning. Okay. Well, that sounds easy enough to understand. Let me ask you this, because I know this is something that they do in other conventions and things of that nature. Uh, Like, Heroes and Lost are are in the same hall. Do they clear the room? No, they don't. They they don't clear the room, so you could sit in the same place and wait for the the Lost panel. Yes, sir. Which is what most people do. Okay. That's actually like, a really good idea. Usually, like, Dragon Con and some other stuff I've gone to, they always clear the hall completely. They they bring in security guards, and you have to exit entirely. But I guess something that huge, there's pretty much no way to get everybody yeah. out of there. Yeah, they pretty much gave up on that, I think. And okay. one of the things, like, um, Hall H, which is the massive hall where all the right. big movie stuff happens, Right. if you want to go to see, like, something that's happening in the afternoon there... You basically have to go in there, first thing, doors open, and stay there. And just stay there all day? Yeah. I mean, this year and a little bit of last year, it's a little different because they used to just pack Saturday with all of that huge stuff in Hall H. Right. And so you would go in there and you'd stay all Saturday. That's what me and my friends would do. But now they've spread it around all over the place that it's it's a, it's going to be a little bit more difficult this year to get to all well, the big ones. I noticed that Friday, like usually everything big happens on Saturday for people that just bought the one day ticket. But now some of the some of the biggest stuff's actually happening on Friday for movies. TV stuff seems to be mostly Saturday and Sunday, and Friday seems to be the big like Watchmen and all that. All those panels seem to be happening on that day. So it's definitely diverse the way they spread it up over the four day period. Oh yeah, definitely. And it's a blessing and it's kind of a curse because you know. A few years ago, you could just sit in Hall H and see all the big stuff, and you're good to go. This year, you're going to have to scramble to get to see all the big stuff you want to see. But well, it's, it, it's not like you have to sacrifice an entire day anymore. I think the rule is, and I think this is the rule with anything of this magnitude, you're not going to be able to see everything. I mean, there's just oh, no, no way to. I mean, and there's no way you're going to be able to see stuff that you really want to see if you want to sacrifice for other stuff. Like, um,. Like we you know, we do Sky Next in addition to House of L. Well, the Sarah Connor panel is during Heroes, and yep. of course we do Tenth Wonder too. And we've already been told we're supposed to, you know, be somewhere at a certain time for Heroes. The Tenth Wonder has been told that, so I'm going to miss Sarah Connor. And then the Terminator Four panel is during our panel. So I mean, you know, I mean, I'm just having to chalk that one up that I'm going to miss both of those. I hate it because I, you I know, know. I absolutely, I mean, the Office panel is during our panel. Do you know how badly that sucks? I yeah, mean, that, I saw that. Terrible. I was like, "Oh man!" I know, I know. I think I, well, it starts 15 minutes later, so I'm hoping I can get done, said everything I want to say in that 15 minute span, and then just make a mad dash over to 
<laughs> over yeah. to wherever the office panel is. Uh, one question we do, have been getting emails a lot for, and this is the last thing I'll, I'll ask you, because, um, like you say, everything's pretty straightforward. Um, as far as panel times ending, for instance, Lost ends at noon, or starts at noon and ends at 1, and we start at 1, or the, uh-huh. do they usually go right up to that minute? I mean, how does that usually work? They usually go right up until then, and then there's about five minutes or so when they bring in the next group of people that are going to be talking in the next panel. Literally, for me at least, my experience is if you want to see something, if you're going to a panel that starts at noon and ends at 1, and there's another panel you want to get to that starts at 1, you're not getting to that panel. (laughs) Because most likely the, the line has been formed, the room has been filled and you're just not going to make it <laughs> right usually if one panel's backed up to the other one you're pretty much in, in bad especially something with like heroes and lost now as far our if you're leaving lost and coming to our panel i think graham and i might start two three minutes late and let everybody get let all five of you get in <laughs> so yeah we'll so wait for you can be there. jimmy's coming we gotta wait for him that's fine jason's filming it it'll be on itunes don't worry about it yeah well, that's uh, buddy i appreciate gotta... it uh uh, you've you've answered some questions I actually had. I'm I'm psyched. You know we're we're a week away now, and I'm I'm looking forward to uh, uh, getting to hang out with everybody and and just getting to sit back and have a good time. Definitely though, the panel is not going to be our only uh, formation of the group. I know Saturday night the Tenth Wonder Forums. Uh, we're all planning something on that night. Maybe on Friday night later after some stuff's gone down, the shoe people can have a meet up at some place. Uh, Jason will have to let us know where some restaurants or something are so we can all go out and have a good time with one another. Oh, and yes. I definitely just sit back and relax and have a good time because uh, that's what it's all about, it's just hanging out with people and, and meeting up and, and greeting. So I'm looking forward to it, Jason. I look forward to meeting you. And uh, from everybody that doesn't get to go, uh, let me thank you for uh, you know putting it out there and asking to film the thing ahead of time because that definitely took a, whole, a huge weight off of me and Graham's shoulders having to worry about trying to get this thing out to the masses. Oh, no problem. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll see you next week, and we'll see you guys next time on Shoot. Bye, everybody. Have a nice one. (laughs) (laughs) You can cut that part out.